Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature Super Bowl Media Week interviews with quarterback of the Thundering Herd and 2018 NFL draftee Chase Litton and Vince Papali from the Philadelphia Eagles and the movie Invincible. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Uh, Roman Gabriel with you. We've got to, having a great week so far. And, uh, you know, Lee Steinberg's a guy that I greatly appreciate, good friend of mine, and uh, he's made a huge, huge comeback in the business over the last five years. And uh, I got one of his 2018 recruits with us, uh, yes, Marshall University quarterback Chase Litton. And, uh, Chase, congratulations. You had a great year this year. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm just excited to be here and, and blessed with this opportunity. Long and lean. I like yes, it. So you got the body. Yes, sir. Uh, so tell, tell me about your experience so far just this week. Uh, you know, I got here last night. Um, you know, it was funny because we woke up. We had, I had 6 a.m. workouts and hopped on the plane and came straight here. Um, you know, the weather is, is cold, but, you know, I played in West Virginia. So, I mean, it's nothing. It's something you adapt to and you, and you play with. But, I mean, this is this is crazy you know i'm seeing i'm seeing nfl athletes everywhere i'm seeing you know celebrities and i mean i'm lucky enough to have both my parents here to enjoy this process with me awesome Awesome. yes sir well it's only a first time for everything right i mean so you got to enjoy it you only get to do it once Mm -hmm. and uh, one of the things that i've enjoyed i've done this for 24 years and it doesn't get old for me either Mm -hmm. i mean it's just uh our show's all about being sold out chase it's all about being a person of faith family and sports uh having the priorities uh, being excellent at what you do and, yes, and sharing that platform that you have had in college and that you're going to have at a bigger level in the NFL to help other people. So tell me about some of your plans. I know football's huge for you, but how are you going to use football to make a difference in people's lives? I mean, it's a platform, you know, and, and again, I, I spoke with him over there, and, you know, winning games and, and winning championships is, is awesome. But, you know, again, spoke with him, and the main thing about this is, is your relationship with him upstairs. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to my career playing football. And then after that, going back to the community I came from and helping out those kids that, you know, I, maybe I didn't have that opportunity. Maybe I didn't have that guy that came in there and spoke with us about maybe not just football, about life. And um, really just helping them out and giving them, again, the platform, the opportunity that, you know, at a young age we didn't have. Well, even right now, you've come a long way, Marshall, in high school. Tell me about maybe that one person that's been a real influence in your life, not just with football, but just showing you how it works. Uh, with my faith life, mm-hmm. Rob Tolley. He's my, he's my best friend's father. Um, you know, when, when I was younger, you know, I, I, I was, a, you know, not a hothead. Uh, you know, I, I was it's someone who... Fiery. Exactly. You know, someone who was very passionate about everything I did, and, you know, he kind of slowed me down, you know, and he was someone that, that spoke to me about the Lord and spoke to me about life. You know, it wasn't always just had to be about football. It wasn't, you know, he didn't talk to me because I could throw a ball X amount of yards a game or X amount of touchdowns. No, it was about genuine being genuine, you know, and I look at his son as my brother. You know, he'll he'll be my best man at my wedding, you know, and I mean, that's that's how I look at his son and the respect I have for him and his family is second to none. You know, wow. that, that guy has touched my life. You know, he texts me throughout each week, whether there's a game that week or not. You know, I get a text from him checking on me, checking on him. Um, 
and, and he, he's a genuine person. You know, to be, have guys like that around you, have a great supporting cast is important for me. Chase Litton, uh, former Marshall quarterback, going into the draft this year, and uh, obviously the work begins now. Uh, you know, with uh, everything coming up that you're going to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, how comfortable are you in terms of uh, transition to the NFL, to the NFL style? It's a process. You know, it's always going to be a process. But, um, you know, the great ones learn it quickly. Um, you know, and that's my job is to, to be able to adapt to whatever system that, whatever team organization that gives me an opportunity, you know, to be able to run with it. You know, when I was, I was 14 years old, a true freshman, I had to, had to start on varsity. You know, when I was 18 years old, I, I got a chance to start at Marshall. And so, um, you know, my, my whole goal is to be able to lead men and have people be able to follow me and trust in me. And, you know, that, that, that goes with work ethic. That goes with the way you carry yourself and how you perform on the field. Chase Slitton here with us, Marshall quarterback on Sold Out Sports Talk. And Chase, one of, the, one of the difficult things about being in the NFL as a young guy is uh, knowing what to do and when to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, there's so much in this culture. And one of the things that's been interesting when you cover these two championship teams, the Eagles and the Patriots, is, is they have a base of, base of a few guys that seem to set the tone. And, of course, Tom Brady's one of those for the Patriots. And mm-hmm. Nick Foles has an incredible story for the Eagles, both yes, guys that are exactly what you talked about. Uh, what, what's your expectations for the NFL coming in right now? Uh, as being a rookie, yeah, you know, is is enjoying it, but really becoming a pro on and off the field. Um, I was lucky enough to attend the Manning Academy this past summer. Oh, awesome! Yes, sir. And um, I mean, to pick to be able to pick Peyton Manning and Eli Manning's brain for thirty minutes is priceless. Wow. Um, you know, I, I got to ask some questions. You know, you know, how do you approach games? How do you approach life? How do you live on and off the field? And really, everything I learned from them and everything that they've done for me is is special. You know, it, whether again, whether I talk to them for five minutes or I talk to them for five right. hours, you know, the knowledge I gained from them, and uh, the, basically the message was, you know, be a pro on and off the field, and and carry yourself the way you know your parents raised you. You know, lucky enough, both my parents are great people who have raised the yeah. you know. Everything they've done for me and my family, you know, my, my father has done everything and anything he has. You, well, you couldn't have picked two better professionals than Eli oh. and, and Peyton. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. I was with his dad last night, Archie, who yes, sir. played against my father. But you're yeah. making me feel old, man, because <laughs> I interviewed Peyton at your, where he was where you are today uh, back in 1996 when he was a junior. Yes, sir. And what's funny is, is who he is today is exactly who he was yeah. when he was in college. He's actually the one who called me and invited me. Is that me. right? So, I mean, I had chills when I when I saw his name pop up on yeah. my phone. And, um, you know, I, I looked over to my brother when he called me and I said, this is really happening. Yeah. You know, and, and, I mean, it's something you dream of. It's something that, you know, you grow up wanting to do. And, you know, I was blessed enough to have that opportunity. When he won his first Super Bowl in Miami at Super Bowl Forty One. Uh, he told me he was a big fan of my dad's, and my dad was 18 as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it's cool just the how connections yeah. go down the line. Yeah. It's a small, and small it's, and it's, world. It's so, it's so cool too because you know when you're at that when you're at that academy, you get to see who Peyton Manning is. You get to see who Eli Manning yeah. is. You get to see who Cooper Manning is. You get to see these guys. You know, not not with the cameras in front of their faces. You're not not just playing football and and giving their answers. You you get to see how they really are, how they really act. You know, how they talk and how they carry themselves. And man, uh, you, you would have thought that they were part of the guys. You know, and and I mean, it, it was two three o'clock in the morning. They're going on knocking on people's doors and throwing water on them, saying good game and, and running. You know, these guys are, you know, 35, 40 plus yeah. years old, and and they're living like us. They're having fun like passion us. Passion for the exactly. game. Exactly. You know, passionate about football about the way it's coached about the way you know i mean i was out there on the field one day and i was looking over watching him you know because i like to pick his brain i look to my right all the kids are looking at me 
I was like, hey guys, let's watch him. Yeah. You know, th- this is the guy that, you know, this is the guy that, you know, I, I admire and I want you guys to admire. This, this is Peyton Manning, you know, and, and even about coaching a drill, you could tell he was passionate. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're teaching eight year old kids, you know, form how to throw a football and That's he's awesome. out there going all out because you can tell his passion for the game, you know, and he, he wants the, the quarterback play to continue to, to be what it is and you know i mean that's what that whole thing's about so i mean i was lucky enough to be there that's awesome man that's good stuff um well you and your parents could have made a decision on a whole lot of agents out there uh why'd you pick lee steinberg family loyalty um you know at the end of the day that's what it comes down to is is being loyal is trusting the people you're around and having a great supporting cast you know i picked lee steinberg and i picked chris Cabot chris for a reason well. you know chris is probably the hardest working individual yeah. i've ever met in my life you know, this guy will do anything and everything for you. He'd give you the shirt off his back. You know, if he has $5, we have $5. You know, that's – and when, when, when you're around people like that, and, again, when you're around a great supporting cast, I mean, it makes you want to be successful, not only for your family, but for yeah. them. Chase Litton, Marshall. Yes, sir. Looking forward to an exciting run as you prepare for the draft. And yes, sir. We're excited to know where you're going to go. And, of course, no matter what it is, you're going to make a name for yourself. Yes, I appreciate that, man. Listening to Sold Out Sports Talk, featuring Super Bowl Media Week interviews with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with Vince Papali, former Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver whose story is told in the movie Invincible. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, Here's Roman Gabriel the third. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk. Back, I, it's it's you know it's like a it's like a going home week. I just got off the phone with my favorite coach, Coach Dick Vermeil, your favorite coach, Vince Papali, with us, the Invincible. Vince, whenever I get to see you face to face, it's a treat, brother. Thank you. So it's great to be down here with you. I remember you were like lit like this, and look at you now. You're just a big dog, right? I've known this guy since I was like 16. <laughs> The real RG3 right here, baby. Well, I tell you, isn't it great that the Eagles are in it? It's yeah, always how great. exciting. I mean, what's Dick, what, what is Coach Ramil's reaction? He's, you know, he's excited because, you know, he was saying that he lives in the community. And when you live in the community right. and you know the Eagle fans and you know the voracious fans that they are, that he was just excited for Coach Peterson. And, right. and he said that, that he just was really impressed with what they've done this year and, and, the, and he, they just have to handle that mystique of the Patriots. Uh-huh. You know, one of the great things that Coach Vermeil did is when um, Dick knows that uh, Doug and, and, and uh, Janet and I were real good friends and his wife, Jeannie, because uh, Janet actually started, she became a realtor when he came in Philly in 99, right? So we've been buds ever since, and, and uh, Coach knows our relationship. And so when Doug got the job, Coach said, uh, why don't you uh, just ask Doug to come over to our house, my house, his little 110-acre uh, log cabin that he has out there, you know, 100 thousand square feet whatever and he was going to do a cookout and now he he loves him so much i mean he really cares for him not only as a coach but as a person and making sure that he understands all the demands he's going to get from philadelphia from the press and it's so funny because he'll be calling me during the week or he'll be calling my wife janet during the week so i'm so nervous about this game i don't want to i don't want to rattle doug but i'm so nervous about this game i want him to win so bad i think he's his biggest fan and uh, it's just a tribute to Coach Vermeil. That's just why we love him so much. Vince Papali's here with us on Sold Out Sports Talk. And Vince, we covered the Eagles uh, Monday night, covered them yesterday, uh-huh. uh, had a long talk with Frank, 
Reich, the offense coordinator who we know very well, right. uh, and Coach Peterson. And one of the things that, that really stuck out right away was this team has incredible unity. Uh, and, I can't and, believe and, you just said that word. Yeah, that's yeah. what I had in my head. That, but when you you can tell because Coach sets the tone. He's so relaxed. Mm-hmm. They're having so much fun, and you know what having fun is. I told somebody the other day about what you used to wear under your jersey, right? Who's nuts? <laughs> Who's nuts? For the Eagles, but this team right. is having fun, and yeah. you know when you're having fun and winning, there's nothing more fun, right? Well, you know, you, you, you can have fun, but you also have to have a purpose and a focus, and that's the great thing about Doug. Uh, he's keep them focused, and he allows them to be many, allows them to be individuals. But they all understand the team concept, and they all go with that theory. There's some buzzwords that work throughout. Uh, that, that when Doug gave his first speech uh, to the team, and, and he said he just focused around one word, and it was hustle. And he said it takes no talent to hustle. And he demands that of them at, all the time. It's always hustle. You know, It takes no talent to be on time, to be coachable, to have a good attitude, all those kinds of things. And these is what he, this is what he's instilling in this team, and they're buying into it. And winning certainly helps buy in into yeah. it. But I, I, I think but it was that belief in that philosophy that he had that helped them win. And it just further reinforces all those things that he's trying to, uh, try, trying to impart on these guys. The it's other thing it's I was really great to watch. really impressed by was the young guys. Uh, I talked to Nick, Nick Foles, and, and this guy, very impressed with the young man. I mean, not just as a football player, but what he's been through, the right. way he's handled it. He's a strong Christian young man. I like you, yeah. Uh, has so a foundation. That, sure. uh, so we got along on that well. But mm-hmm. I was very, you know this. I mean, whenever you have adversity, that really brings you know to the surface who you are. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like for him that being out of football for that short period of time really refocused him and really, really had him be appreciative of you know you know how it is these guys today mm-hmm. you know they're being recruited when they're junior high students right but the bottom line is being appreciative and knowing that you love the game as much as he really realized how much he loves the game and uh, he's he's just so relaxed uh, and 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 a lot of it's just because of his belief but his confidence and and uh, he trusts Doug and, and he trusts Carson and you see the three of them you see Frank Reich you know when he comes off the field there's the three it's like the trifecta there. He's got some great eyes and ears off the field as well, you know, when he comes off and goes to the sideline after the plays. But, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it, Nick's been around Doug forever, and, uh, and he trusts him. And, and, and Doug has that trust for Nick. And it was sort of funny because uh, Nick wasn't part of the, the, the formula, as we know, early on in the season. And uh, I was on one of those uh, sports panels, you know, in the preseason, and they were talking about the backup quarterback and who was going to do what and whatever. And I said, you know what, because I, I sort of knew how uh, sort of some inside stuff, and I said, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Nick Foles became a Philadelphia again. They all started laughing. Well, who would believe it? That he's not only the starting quarterback. I just saw right up there he's got a 117 passing rating, which is the best rating ever in the playoffs, and since 1970, even more so than Tom Brady. And our defense, uh, which is going to be, that, that's the real test is going to be defense. Uh, they have seven guys with more than 20 hurries each. That's 20 hurries, and that's also tops in the NFL. And if you ask what one of the keys to the game is, just putting constant pressure on Brady and just keep pounding him, soften him up a little bit. Vince Papali is here, and, uh, of course, everybody knows about the movie Invincible, but I'm so proud of you about Vince is that you've taken that Invincible uh, tag and, and you've turned it into something special for other people, which is books, books. Uh, speaking uh, youth 
opportunities to preach that message about invincibility. Tell me about invincible and what that means to people out there and how you're using that to help others. Well, more than anything, you know, it's about the dream, you know, and having that dream. But, you know, with the dream, there's a price to be paid. And uh, if you're not willing to pay the price, it's never going to happen. And a lot of it, of course, is the hustle and all those things that you put into it. You talk about opportunity. I got that opportunity from Dick Vermeil, and that's why I love him so much. I mean, who, how many people would get what I got, you know, from him? <laughs> when I was 30 years old, didn't play college football, never been done before, and I get the shot. And I'll tell you, your dad was one of the key guys because we struck up such a great relationship. And the three months prior to the training camp, your dad was always down there throwing balls, and he just kept throwing to me. And we, we started to develop a little bit of a rapport. And uh, so we get into training camp, and there's your dad, man. He was firing at me the whole time. And, uh, and he throws such a great catchable ball. I mean, they were impossible to drop. And, uh, and he was a major part of, of me there and giving me the confidence that I could play because I looked up to him so much because of his career there with the Rams. And I'm saying, wow, I'm here training with Roman Gabriel. And he says, I got what it takes to play in the NFL, you know. So uh, a, a lot of things came to play. But, you know, the movie now, which is so great, Roman, it sort of enables me to have my platform and be the disciple for that impossibility kind of a thing, showing that it is possible. And, uh, and, and it's a great vehicle to do it. And it's really one you of the vehicles, you know, with the book, book here. Yeah, The Last Laugh, Vision of Victory. I'm right now behind me is my Dennis. teammate, roommate, Dennis Franks. Right here, Dennis yeah, Franks. Right there. I love him. And, Philadelphia uh, Eagle linebacker. And a long snapper. And in yeah. the movie, you know, he's the, he, he's the center that doesn't like anybody that snaps me and throws me on the ground and says, you got to read the knuckles. And uh, there it is for all to see. So tell me, Vision to Victory, what's this book about? Well, basically what it is, it's a, it's a way to show people to get to the next level, to realize their full potential, you know. And there's uh, Dick Vermeil, you just had as a guest, he said potential is the greatest waste there is out there. So we came up with the code. It's the Victor's Code, uh, four, seven Vs, starting with Victor, um, with Vision and ending with Victory. And, uh, and how we lived our lives through that code. And then we have 12 Hall of Famers, including Dick Vermeil. And and uh, and um, uh, Jim Harbaugh, oh, and, wow. yeah, and Heather Mitz, and uh, all, a array of very well-known people from different uh, diverse backgrounds, and, uh, and so this is for everybody, and, and it's for everybody, and they're and they're telling us, and they're telling the the people how they can live their lives through that code, the Victor's Code. So uh, we put it together. I'm real excited about it. It comes out for general release March 5th. But right now we have a Super Bowl special for you. Just go to shop.com. And you go to shop.com, that landing page, you'll see this book, The Last Slab, Vision to Victory, and real excited about it. So we're going from here down to Miami and launch it in front of a 25,000-people convention wow. that Dennis is associated with, marketabarkinshop.com. Then we're coming back to Minnesota and watch our Eagles take on the Patriots. The invincible Vince Papalis here yeah. on Sold Out Sports Talk. Okay, there's no way that I can get away from this interview without asking you this. Young Vinny, man. Wide receiver. Yeah, wide receiver. Tell me about what's going on with him. Well, I'm very proud of both Vinny and my daughter, yeah. Gabriella, a Syracuse grad, now working with the 76ers. And uh, Vinny is a, um, proud to say that he's a, he's a um, an honor student. That's number one uh, at, at the University of Delaware. And he's also, he didn't get that from you, right? No, he didn't get, you know, he got, he got, it, from, he got it from the mom's genes, right? And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, we got we got that going. But he's a pretty good wide receiver. And he, he was told he actually has the, the highest uh, catching efficiency on the team. Wow. Yeah, and uh, real excited about next year. we got a new coach, Danny Rocco, uh, came real close this year to the playoffs, just uh, one touchdown away. Uh, we'll be in the playoffs and in, uh, in, in vying for the uh, – for, for the, um, the championship in the Colonial League. So, uh, but Vinny's got it all, and, uh, you know, he's, he's doing everything he can, working hard, coming off an ACL, MCL, 
And, uh, you know, Jason Kelsey uh, was his mentor going oh, through that, too. You know, helped him out an awful lot. So um, real excited about Vinny. And, uh, you know, it's sort of fun to see your little boy out there on a the football field. A lot of people don't know this about you. That you had a battle with cancer, yeah, real serious yeah, battle with yeah, it. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, well, the bottom line though is, is you're at least able to appreciate what it's like to have your life turned upside down yeah. and what you have to do to get it back in order. How, how's that helped you, Vince, in terms of your life? Well, uh, you know, certainly it's helped me in terms of maintaining and, and my life longevity because I'm a better eater <laughs> and I'm exercising better. You know, my wife says, you're not going to have this happen again. You're going to constantly get screened. And I'm a spokesperson for doing a lot of that screening. But, uh, you know, it was one of those things that happened almost 17 years ago. I found out I had colon cancer. Uh, we took care of it. I was really lucky that I didn't have chemo radiation. The surgery was done basically laparoscopically or like an arthroscopic surgery on your knee. They ripped 18 inches of my colon out through my belly button. And uh, three days I was out of the hospital working out again, you know. And, uh, um, and it, it, now, you know, and that's where the, the book helps, um, the movie helps, and it gives me an opportunity to get out and using Invincible as the uh, platform for colon cancer and rectal awareness. So I always wonder, what's your relationship with Mark Wahlberg? Tremendous. We were talking on the phone just the other, the last week, actually. He, he, I, I'm, I text him all kinds of stuff, you know, pictures of the kids because we're pretty close. And they got back to me and said, hey, that's really cool. Give me a call. And I called him. Here he was in Colombia and uh, in South America, you know, filming a new film. And I asked him if he was coming to the game. And he has a shooting schedule that they're trying to change. And I said, if you come, you better be wearing that 83, baby. So there's a lot of stuff out there on social media. If you if you uh, Google up Papawe Wahlberg right now, there's a lot of fun stuff about, you know, who's he going to root for and all that. But Mark and I are great friends. Uh, he did a terrific job. I'm so proud to say that Mark Wahlberg played me in Invincible. So very cool. Vince Papali, I could talk to this guy forever, my buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks for You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.